Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Curtis with an extra pep in his step as the unraveling of the Patriots continues. It's a little unsettling, i got to uh, be honest, Joe. It's a little unnerving to see Curtis this happy this many weeks in a row. It's, it's unnerving to see the, the leader of this fearless radio station be so wrong about something so consequential. But <laughs> well, uh, just off the be top. Be more specific. Uh, I know. Uh, my, my role at the company that remains. Um, the... <laughs> Uh, the, the Dion, the, the people that were admonishing anyone that dare critique Dion Sanders' approach to college football, and let me first say, he's been great for college football. Ratings are up across the board. I really believe it's a huge, uh, he has a huge cause of that. He's part of that reason. Mm-hmm. However, have as much energy when he's failing miserably, losing to Stanford, as you did when you were praising him as the next, you know, Be careful, Vince this is your Lombardi. next Patriots coach, perhaps. I would, that was going to be my good news. Uh, Bill, you have one uh, guy that's not on the doorstep of your, uh, banging on the door for your job. But 29-point lead they blew? 29 nothing against Stanford, who, while having better athletes than Boston College, is still Stanford. You should never lose to Stanford if you have a 29-point lead. However, uh, big weekend, big day today, Pinkerton hosting <laughs> uh, Brockton High School. Is that the lead? Wiggy's game today? Biggie's, Wiggy's game today. And then we have... Uh, Greg was really harping on this, you know, like he's excited about this game tomorrow. He thinks it's going to be fascinating. And I just, that was last week. Like if the Patriots win tomorrow, okay, you know, two and four. And then, you know, if they can pull out one against the Dolphins or Bills. And can we agree the Raiders are not a good team? Well, I mean, but neither are the Saints. You said the seventh. Saints are middling. But you said last week at this time, the Saints are a bad team. I don't think I said that. I think I, 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 predicted, well I predicted the Patriots to lose last week, if you recall. You you thought they'd win. I thought they'd lose. So, right again, Laird. The, the, They're in disarray. They could lose to anybody. But just just as a baseline, the Raiders stink. The Raiders are a more talented team than the Patriots. Borderline. Right now. They given, have more high-end talent. But given everybody that's, that's on the field. Yes. Oh, yes. And I'm officially, uh, today is Other than Malik Cunningham. Uh, October 14th, 2013. I will say that Cole Strange, bust. Mac Jones. <laughs> well, he's hurt. Bust. Going back, oh. 
the Patriots' last successful first-round pick was 12 years ago. 12. A dozen Does years. Does Duggar count since he was a trade back in their first pick of the draft? Nope. First-round pick. That's He's been a count. little underwhelming this year, too, i got to say. Where's Duggar been? But we can talk about good good trade day moves, good draft day trades. But just speaking specifically, first round picks for the first half of Bill Belichick's stewardship as the GM of the Patriots. Right. The first round pick, the the misses would be grand slams today. Yeah, guys like Lawrence Maroney, who is meh, or you know, well, Chris, Christian Gonzalez. We we haven't seen him enough, right. but he's he looks good. Okay, but. I'm sorry, you don't judge a draft pick who's already injured in the first year. That I'm saying people that you know, good I, or bad. I, I feel very confident Gonzalez is good okay. and not a bust. What if he's injury prone? Well, that's the other thing. So I, I, I'm not saying he's good or bad. He's not a bust. I would not say that. Okay. I'm saying on things that we can resolve today. Yes. The Ma- last Max not a bust, but go ahead. I the, understand your the, point. The last successful first-round pick. Nikhil Harry. Was Dante Hightower. Oh, is it that long ago? 2012. Chandler Jones, uh, Dante Hightower, I believe, were each taken in the first round of that Of course, draft. half those years they'd had no first-round pick or elected to have no first-round pick. But still, your point is well taken. McCourty before that, right? But if you have a first-round pick and you trade out of it, yeah. you then didn't use a first-round pick. You're judged against that. So if you want to have a reason, you know, a bullet point, it is Cole Strange, Mac Jones, Nikhil Harry, Isaiah Wynn, Sony Michelle. And they're paying the price this year for a series of bad drafts. No, no doubt. Now, that's Matt Groh's area now, so you can't blame Bill about that anymore. Over to Bill as just a coach, as an outsider, Curtis, even though I've lived here some 20 years now, collectively between college and since I came back. I'm an outsider. You would agree? You point that out weekly. I do not point it. I didn't grow up as as a Patriots fan. I acknowledge that. It is amazing When you're from Dover, you're viewed as an outsider in Boston anyway. (laughs) I am stunned at the level of out Patriots fans now are on Belichick the coach. Just the coach, because you laid out the case for the GM. People have been out on him there for years. Right. Yesterday on the Jones and Mego show, they put a poll up for the worst coach in Boston, and Bill was the leading vote getter ahead of Joe Effing Missoula. Yeah, that's what has happened. There is there is a a real rage because there's buyer's remorse. I, I believe that I was thirty to forty percent of people who grew up here, diehard Patriots fans, that shifted to Tampa. Because of Tom. I think 60 to 70% of the populace in this listening audience stuck with the Patriots and said, Tom's old, I trust Bill, and as I've said a thousand times, perfectly logical. And they bought in, and then they were hooked in year two with the Mac rookie season, with the big spending in the offseason, with the, with the playoff appearance, 10 wins. At one point, I think an eight or nine game winning streak. It was like, wow. Well, you what? remember you and I talking before the Bills playoff game. We thought that was going to be a win and the Bills would collapse. Right. As they had earlier that year and has the Bills had for the last 20 years. Yeah. And they still haven't well, I gone mean, to the top of the mountain, but, but they've with, proven they, themselves to be. They figured out good. the Patriots. Okay. They haven't figured out the, the Chiefs or Mahomes or, or the playoffs, and, but, you know, yeah. or England, but they figured out the Patriots. Yeah. And what fans are saying now is, I can't believe that this is all it was, that it really was, Tom. Like, there was no mystique and aura and patriot way. It was just this one uniquely qualified guy who was incredibly talented with a brilliant defensive coach that came together to win 20 years, uh, 20 it's, years it's of excellence. it's disrespectful. You would admit, that's going too far. You're but, kicking a guy when he's down and saying, you're worse than Joe Missoula. Hey, guess How what? How could you cast that vote? If you flip double birds on your way up, don't be shocked when they come your way on your way down. 
And that's the treatment of Bill. Bill's always had disregard for the fans. I mean, look at how he interacts with them. Look at how he talks to the conduit of the fan, the media. I mean, but what did Boomer say to you guys Monday? He's the greatest coach of all time, okay, and he deserves our patience. At a certain point, you stop having to say that. And at some point, Boomer Esiason will. Right now, you say it because it's the right thing to say. But looking at just the, where we are today, I looked. I was researching last night before this great show, and 615 days ago was the Pro Bowl at the stadium the Patriots are playing in tomorrow afternoon. That was a day where Mac Jones is running down the field after a touchdown pass in the Pro Bowl. Did he do the gritty? Did the gritty, did all that. From that point until right here, (laughs) may be the single most staggering falling off a cliff. I think Max Kellerman was just two quarterbacks off. And Bill is to blame for that. I'm not saying he's not. You know, last week I picked Mac over Bill if it push comes to shove. Right, but but here's but you can't go overboard and say he's the worst coach in the city. I would never in a million years say that he's a worse coach than Joe Mazzulla. Okay, thank you. I I mean, that's laughably dumb. Or or Montgomery. I mean. No, even Cora, I'm on the fence. With. I, Bill Belichick is the best coach in Boston. Still, that is absurd. That he that he. Thank would, you. Thank Cora you. hasn't won a damn thing so unless he's been banging on a trash can. And and Alex Cora <laughs> has been in last place three of the last four years. Something Bill hasn't done in 23. Let's. I'd cut still the put crap. Cora first, but fine. Okay, but I but, mean, but it's close. There, there are no current good coaches. I don't know. Maybe Halfley's. Coach. Okay, look like at Halfley. The, look at Halfley. I think who's Dynamo. the new uh, who's the new Revs coach? Uh, I don't know. Bruce uh, Indoor Arena. <laughs> But the the Patriots in the last 615 days have had a master class in how to butcher an organization. Oh, they really have. From Robert Kraft on down, the only thing that you knew for sure about Mac Jones when he entered the NFL was that he had above-average intellect. How many times did we hear all the languages he was fluent in? And what did Bill Belichick proceed to do? Damage, question, and, and forever alter the most successful element of Mac's game, which was his decision-making and his head. So everything else comes off of that. And it's just so, like, people who talk about how, you know, you're deranged about Bill, no, I'm sorry, I just see it as it is. I've been, I was a BSer for the vast majority of my life, and you can see it through other people. He's overly defensive at the slightest question. This week, he goes out of his way to say that Jimmy Garoppolo is a starting quarterback in the NFL because he can't get over the fact that he was forced to trade him. Yeah, but it wasn't effusive praise. That was interesting, too. I want to hear that clip later. By the way, Andrew Callahan of the Herald was on yesterday with Jones and Mega, has done some great reporting. Uh, the, the Doug Kyed co-piece that they wrote yesterday was fascinating. Unbelievable. He just wrote another one this morning, and I think this leads into what we're talking about because I want to get to, forget about Brady. After Brady... What was Bill's biggest mistake? I want like a list from fans. Oh, I mean, like, number what, one is easy. What is that? What he replaced McDaniel's with. Well, okay, Patricia. Yes, so Patricia's number one. We all acknowledge that. So is that all? Like, was that enough to ruin Mac in the current situation? No, number two is right on. It'll be on display tomorrow. Well, that's what Car- what Andrew Callahan wrote about. Okay? Oh, I haven't read it. Okay, NFL notes: Why the Patriots let reliable receiver Jacoby Myers walk, and what went wrong? And just to get ahead of this, you and I were simpatico on this. It was it was head scratching. We bet like twenty bucks. <laughs> you said no way he leaves, and I'm I like, couldn't watch. believe it. And Especially Juju, who I saw in Pittsburgh and was not good. But was, uh, nobody there liked him. But this is not a this is not a second guess. He had one good year. This is something that you and I said from the word go that it made no sense to to right. allow Jacoby Myers to leave and for the identical contract. 
Okay, but here's his reporting now. Andrew Callahan on Jacoby Myers, who's coming in. Well, he's in town in Vegas. The Patriots are going to face him tomorrow. Front office evaluators viewed the expatriate as good, not great. Solid, but unspectacular. A receiver with a great personality who fulfilled his basic duties akin to making nice and picking up the tab. But Myers did little of that to excite them, like gaining yards after the catch, breaking tackles, or drawing defensive attention. Thus, no team wanted to marry itself to the 26-year-old financially and instead extended timid offers within a once-booming wide receiver market. Only one team, however, seemed intent on a breakup, the Patriots. Before signing with Vegas, a shocked Myers told inquiring teammates and staffers, they don't want me. One source indicated the Pats weren't even the front-runner for Myers, sorry, the runner-up for Myers, despite entering free agency with the sixth-most cap space. Okay, so blah, 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 blah. Right, cap. And then it gets into Juju, and one source said Bill was never a Juju guy. In the lead-up to free agency, the Pats had been split internally on whether to retain him. Sources believe front office decision-makers sold Belichick on Juju's yards-after-catch ability over what they had in Myers. That served as a surprise to outsiders, considering the Patriots were not connected to him in 2022 when he had also been a free agent. So it's like fly by the seat of your pants. They just panicked. Like somebody convinced Bill, according to this, that Juju was the guy. So what what this is, is the aftershocks of an organization that for so long was contending for a championship, had the two most important people within the organization singularly focused on a Super Bowl, that being the quarterback and the head coach. Two people driven to become the greatest of all time, helped by the other. And the organization did things that were cost-cutting. The organization did things that were rule-cutting. The organization did things that were kind of uh, dicey in who they drafted and people that ended up shooting and killing people, allegedly, I guess you have to say. But no, the organization, though, was at the end of the day, ignore the noise, do your job, and we're going to be in position to win a Super Bowl no matter what. And when you remove the Super Bowl and you remove the quarterback, you then have an organization seeking a new identity without the ability to find it. And I will believe to my dying day that Robert Kraft saw Tom Brady win a Super Bowl and flipped out and spent like he's never spent before. That wasn't some, ooh, it's a good offseason for this position or that. It was solely reactionary. And, and so what you're seeing as the time, as we get distance to understand the logic or lack thereof that was put in place by this organization, you and I, out of fear of looking dumb, which is what the national media was forced to do for two decades when ripping the Patriots, have been searching for some reason, some clue as to ascertain what the actual plan was. Right. There was none. This is evidence to your point that they didn't have a plan. Bill, but, Bill's going like day by day. It's it's literally it's shooting from the hip. And of all the lies that have been spewed by the Bill Bobos, my favorite and the one that we can now finally and at last put to bed. Well, uh, Bill wants to leave the organization in good shape. Remember that? <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh, for his kids, for the you know well, financially, yes. It is such a misnomer. All I right, mean, so so here's the question to start: Where did it go so wrong post Brady? And I guess leave Patricia out of it, unless you think that, that can't be left out of it. 617-779-7937, which day I guess it can't. Day by day. Yeah, day by day. Here until one jumbo show today is the Ken and Curtis program. And we got live talk all the way until 6 o'clock today. Hope you can join us. Text at 37937. Bye week for your uh, BC Eagles. Coming off a uh, win last week, right? Big, on, big on the win ascent. at Army. 
And uh, they are, are back. You're excited about the bees back in action tonight. Predators tonight. Yeah. Who can forget that? You know what I would love to find? Remember when I did that interview Patra. with the Nashville radio station and I ripped Dale? <laughs> Where did that go? I don't know. We'll find it. Uh, okay, good. But we'll find Joe Braverman and what's trending right now. Gresh and Fourier. Weekdays 10 to 2. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Don't worry, Ken. I am right here. Here's what's trending. Long list of injuries for the Patriots as they look to get back on track against the Raiders tomorrow. Seven players. That's right. Seven have been ruled out. Headlined by receivers Juju Smith-Schuster and Mario Douglas, who both suffered concussions last week. Also out for the Pats is Cody Davis, Cole Strange, Riley Reef, Matthew Judon, and Tyrone Wheatley Jr. And another and another 10 Patriots are listed as questionable. Among those are Trent Brown, Kyle Duggar, Jonathan Jones, Mike Onwenu, Tyquan Thornton, and Josh Uche. Bill Belichick spoke yesterday and said there might be one player who hasn't played yet this year that has a chance of getting play time, and that is Malik Cunningham. Well, he's definitely trending towards, yeah, I mean, anybody that keeps improving is going to eventually, you know, probably get an opportunity to play. On the other side for the Raiders, only one notable injury who is out, and that's starting cornerback Nate Hobbs. He's out with an ankle injury. Pats and Raiders kick off from Las Vegas at 4.05 tomorrow afternoon. Some other injuries in the NFL. The Browns and Giants will be without their starting QBs as Deshaun Watson and Daniel Jones have been ruled out respectively. And also Panthers running back Miles Sanders has been ruled out with a shoulder injury. The Bruins are back in action to play their second game of the season. Tonight they'll host the Predators at the TD Garden for a 7 o'clock puck drop. Bees are coming off a season-opening win over the Blackhawks at home last Wednesday. BC football, as we mentioned, is on their bye week, but drama in college football remains as Deion Sanders in Colorado blew a 29-0 lead to fall to Stanford in double overtime, 46-43. And the Revolution play their final road game of the regular season against Nashville SC tonight at 8.30. With a playoff spot already clinched, the Revs sit two points behind Columbus in the Eastern Conference standings to get home field for their first round matchup. I'm Joe Braverman, and that's what's trending on WEI and WEI.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. But I know the game, you forget my name. And I won't be here in another year if I don't stay on the charts. 
Kenny Curtis show. That's Belichick there. He's off the charts. People are big. The greatest coach of all time. Half the region is now out on him as a coach in addition to a GM. By the way, Curtis Curtis just asked me if that was the Dropkick Murphys. It sounds like it. (laughs) It's amazing. Is that who is that? Billy Joel. Billy Joel? He sounds Irish. (laughs) That's an early Billy Joel. Anyway, thank you, Joe. Did you request just, that? Yes, I did. I'm stunned at how people are out on Bill. They bailed on the guy. Like, it took one year. A couple so, years. So just to give you guys a little uh, peek behind the glass here, that's Ken Laird, thinly veiled shot at Shime with a very well thought out rejoin because he doesn't think Shimes have much thought behind them. So anyway. <laughs> it's, it's not uh, a shot at Shime. Although Garvin did dunk him this morning. Great debate on the producer show. Go back and listen to that at 825. And Garvin just laid out a great case for how Bill has taken this franchise apart, and it's not Mac's fault. Mac could still be a successful quarterback. Uh, I, 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 I am so... He's ruined now. I mean, right. currently he's ruined. He's right. broken. I, I mean, can't argue that. I don't know how it got this bad. But here's why... I don't understand people like you who are... Uh, you have many flaws. <laughs> but, and you point them out daily. But you're, you're a smart person. How... We're performing the autopsy on the Patriots, right? Mm-hmm. On the dynasty. It's dead. See you later. We're flatlined. Not dead yet. I'll give you a, a path later. The dynasty is not dead? The season. Okay, but the dynasty is over. The right? dynasty is okay, over. Okay, thank you. Just listen. I just said you were smart. Now I regret it. So he, the the way in which Bill Belichick tried to ruin the unruinable Tom Brady at the end. Look at how pedestrian his stats were in 2019. I mean. Well, that's part Brady's fault. He quit. You'll oh, admit. Okay, great. He, he could have had a better attitude that year. Sure. You know, as someone who always has a great attitude, I like to rip people that don't. By the way, denied from Raiders ownership. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah, he's having, I told you, the, the post-playing career would be ugly. It never is. This it, is from Shaughnessy's piece, which I don't know if this is legit reporting. I'm assuming it is. That was uh, a, di- a dime drop by Belichick. Brady's intention to buy a piece of the Raiders is not expected to be ratified at the owner's meeting this week, according to the Washington Post. Sorry. There are concerns about Brady getting a steep discount for a minority stake. Okay. So, <laughs> Why does, small win, small win for me. Good. You what? What? And by did, the way, Aikman thinks he's going to be actually on the call next year. Okay. I, I, yeah. Talk I, about another thing. Shoot. If Troy Aikman says Brady's lying, <clears throat> then he has to deal with all the blowback. Do you understand? Go ahead. But don't you understand? I'm just amazing. He's I, he put his name to that. He's going to get ridiculed for it next year. Troy Aikman? Yeah. You think anybody's going to remember that Troy Aikman said that <laughs> yes. Tom was going to do? All he I says will. is, "I just took him at his word." Yeah. How was okay, that? A, okay. Fine. Your distortion of facts with Brady is mind-numbing. I take the small wins where I can get it. <laughs> Certainly, I've gotten a big fat L. <laughs> so, but the look at the autopsy of that conclusion. Brady left here older, performed far better. Fifty touchdown passes in three in two years, whatever back-to-back years. Good franchise. Bucks are still good, of course. But what I'm saying is, well, losing his franchise, but that's okay. You say whatever you want. I've won so many, you can take small victories, but. That's where we are now with Mac. Bill thought what made Tom Tom was his ability to be coached and challenged at all times. But Bill has not evolved with the game, as in the talent in the skill position spots on offense, and with the next generation of of athlete that has to be coddled. Wiggy talked about this this week. I mean, what Bill did to Mac is what he did to Tom. Different results, obviously, because the talent and all that. But, but what he's doing to Mac, he has it, disdain for the right. offense. He has always had disdain well, for I agree. the offense. Back to this Andrew Callahan article in the Herald about Jacoby Myers. If you believe this reporting, 
Bill was not a juju guy. Somebody convinced him to sign him. So he's delegating authority to other people in the organization to make the calls on who to surround Mac with. Do you think if Juju... In this case, they didn't like Jacoby, but somebody said, hey, get Juju. He's good. Bill's like, sure, okay. Let me ask you this question. If Juju had Jacoby's stats through six weeks, do you think anybody would know that Juju wasn't a Bill guy? Nope. Okay, so this is a... That doesn't mean the reporting's not true, though. It it makes me question it, but... Yeah, I, I, they've done a great job, but I, I find it to be, uh, it really is incredibly daunting. And the reason the fan base has reacted with this vitriol is because they feel duped. They feel embarrassed. They got pantsed because mm-hmm. they had faith in a charlatan. Or, or, or the guy is not a charlatan, but he's given up so much of his decision-making power it's not the same. Like he's halfway out. If you're if you're to the point where you're letting other people make the call on receivers to get in free agency, isn't it just time to walk away? Like you're not invested. Ken, aren't you concerned if the leader of the Patriots is intimidated by me? If he can't even answer a I'd say question, he's disgusted more than intimidated. But he creates a fake punt <laughs> out of thin air. This week, I asked him what he's like. He feels he's beyond reproach, but the whole system is founded upon nobody being untouchable. Yeah. But I, but I do feel him that way, don't you? If you were Bill and you had all this success, eight rings going back to the Giants, and now you're in this position where you're under siege by you and others in the media every time you step to the podium, wouldn't you feel like it's an ungrateful fan base? It's an ungrateful media? It's like he said about when that letter to Trump, Curran brought this up, you dealt with a horribly dishonest media and came out beautifully or something like that? Right. But do you think the media's been dishonest? I think No. Okay. Not dishonest, but do you think Bill's I'm just putting accountable- myself in Bill's standpoint. Right, but has the fan base enriched him beyond anybody's wildest imaginations? Yeah. Uh, has mean, he been the highest paid person at his position in the world for the last two decades? Sure. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like he's benefited greatly. The fan base benefited from it. But but you're the greatest of all time, and you're getting mocked daily. Because you're not standard. the greatest of all time. Okay. Who's Who's the greatest? I would probably go Sean Payton. <laughs> Seven eight one texture. By the way, Cam Newton is where it started to go wrong. Right, because everybody I can't thought, go there. Cam right. was fine. It was just a stopgap. But it wasn't in hindsight. Why? Who did they pass on that year? I don't know, but they knew that you and I sat in this room or that room in August of 2019, days after the Greg Hill Show launch. We were told it was going to fail immediately. Doing pretty well. That. Period. August, I think it was like right around his birthday where he put his house on the market. And Greg Hill s- sat where you're sitting today yeah. and said, you guys are crazy. Fake take Laird. Fake take FTL. Still hurts. All that. Well, if we knew in August that Tom was leaving, pretty good chance that Bill Belichick knew that. And so this wasn't, oh, no, Tom left. What do we do? But that year was explainable from Bill in the sense of, as he said, we sold out. It was a total rebuild year. Get back financially healthy. That's not where it went wrong. Where it went wrong. Skips it along the turf for Harry. Well, Nikhil Harry was partly where it went wrong. Good, good, good pull, Joe. Um, yeah, that's a big decision. No, but uh, he. I mean, he was talking. That was a like Cam Newton skipping it on the dirt oh, to, to Harry. Okay. But yeah, it, it, the the. But people would have put up with one bad year of Cam Newton if right now they course, were a contender. Of course, but the, the Cam Newton now three four years later showed that he just thought anybody could fill it in. We know that from the Ian O'Connor book, any top 15 quarterback. Yeah, I don't think he felt Cam was going to be Brady. He just thought Did best he feel available. like Cam would be as bad as he was? He was actually, you know, In hindsight, don't you think they would have been better off with Stidham? 
Give him a year? Mm, I don't know. Stidham stinks. Let's go to the phone. 617-779-7937. Kenny Curtis, where did it go so wrong post-Brady that we're here? Bill's getting mocked daily. John and Groton. Hello, John. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Great. Uh, I just wanted, I wanted to talk about uh, Mac Jones and the fact that his first year, he had a relatively good offensive line. Last two years, he's had nothing. And if you want to build a quarterback, if you look at the different teams that have <clears throat> drafted a quarterback high in the draft, they've always built a good offensive line around them. And uh, I don't see that with Mac. I don't think he had that opportunity. I think that's why he had a good first year, because there's still remnants of a, of a good offensive line. And then secondly, if I could say, with Belichick, I mean, the media um, really – they're attacking him now, which I have no problem with because he's been such a jerk to the media over the years, not answering questions. Media people have been too afraid to go after him um, over the years. Right. I mean, John, do you remember? John, John, you remember the onesie? I mean, the, the media hands him a onesie for his first grandchild, and the guy <laughs> I just leave Mike Reese alone. No, but the media couldn't have been nicer to him. Yeah, you're right. But he was he was the goat. He's a successful. He's a winning guy. Not anymore. But he doesn't have to act like a jerk. Right. I mean, he's, yeah. he's definitely like Trump in that aspect. He has no respect for you guys. And now that you guys are going after him, I mean, you reap what you sow. That's for sure. Yeah. And I just want to say, Curtis, like, you've gone after, not after him, but tough questions, and he's come back at you. And and uh, I think when uh, Lou Maroney, when you guys when they had the morning show, um, I don't know if that's one of the reasons Maroney's not uh, losing that there anymore, because uh, they switched for the Great Hill Show to uh, uh, having. No, um, no, no, that no, is one hundred percent not right. No, no, but thank you, John. But Curtis has done a great job. He's asked him tough questions, and weekly that is uh, a fascinating interview. And he respects Greg and Wiggy totally. And I think Courtney does not respect me. Uh, you, yeah, he could do without, but um, certain members of the media he does not respect, but certain members he does that's why that interview is good it's mostly cordial yeah he's not he doesn't feel like he's going to get attacked from start to finish right i mean it's but the i thought greg did a great job this past week yeah. i mean most weeks but this especially this past week talking about jacoby myers to yeah. discuss you know where the team was i mean he asked the questions and you know for so long and i don't really blame bill entirely for this even though it's his fault if you have success over a long period of time and then the environment or the landscape or the marketplace that you're in shifts. It's difficult for someone who's done something. This is his 500th coaching opportunity as a head coach. 500th game as a head coach tomorrow in Vegas. Right. So for what? 420 of those? 380? You do the math. I don't know. He did things a certain way and had incredible success. So at 500, if you're in your 70s, it's not often that you're going to shift your entire pr- approach because it's just not really that easily done. And right. people believe that if they change, they will then fail because right or wrong, Bill thinks this is why he was successful. So the game passed him by. That's the simple answer. Well, it did it to Chuck Noll. It did mm-hmm. to Don Schu- I mean, it, it p- literally passes everybody by. That's how it works. But the O-line, uh, to his first point, and that was your question before the year began. You were on it. That's your best, finest question. Of all the Bill questions... Why did you choose these guys? You had money. There were uh, elite talent out there. Right, premium. Premium talent on the board. You cho- And he 
deflected with. We took a bunch of six rounders, three of them, whatever right. it was. Well, he said we don't have. We we have to pick someone in the first round. We used the first three on defense, but yeah, I mean, and the reason he was defensive is because he knew it. Riley Reef out again tomorrow. Cole Strange out again tomorrow. Right. Vidarian Lowe, who is one of the worst tackles I have ever seen, is right. starting tomorrow. Right. Four years into the rebuild. How is it how are we there? But with that's the what I've been line? saying this all along, Ken. This is the reset was nonsense. Bill doesn't want to pay at the top of the market because he thinks it gives players too much control. And Robert was more than willing to fall in line because that saved him money on the bottom line. And that's why they are where they are. Let's go to Maine. John is in Maine here on Ken and Curtis. Good morning, John. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Excellent. My my discussion is basically on the idea that you know Bill's hubris really is what caused him the problem. You know, in around 2015, he must have seen that you know Brady's years are limited, and if he would have given a little control to a general manager that could have said, "Hey, you know, let's let's stock up on some players that'll allow you to continue your success." But he didn't want to do that. He wanted to control every aspect of it. And now, basically, he's put himself in a position as a coach that there's no way he can succeed because, as a general manager, he didn't do the things he needed to do to restock the cabinet, so to speak, and get this team to the position where they have an opportunity to win. There isn't anyone who can coach this team that'll win. This team sucks. There's no talent. And 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 Bill put himself in that own position by trying to control every aspect of it. So I just think that that's his own fault. I don't think his coaching ability is horrible, but I don't. I just it, nobody could coach this team. I guess you're right, so. John. I mean, and if you go back that far, Brady, I'm sure had a had a role in who they were picking on offense, right? I mean, certainly one of Mohamed Sanu, they went out and got him. Antonio Brown, others. That didn't work. Hmm. But it, it gives you a window into Brady had some say in the personnel that was around him. It worked in Tampa. And now since, as we're finding out in this Callahan story, Bill has delegated GM authority. He let somebody else pick Juju Smith-Schuster over Jacoby Myers. But and do you think so he's, he's delegated on the defensive side or more on the offensive probably side? Offense. Right. Probably offense. Probably offense. And, and so maybe that's Bill O'Brien's fault. Maybe it's Matt Groh. I don't know. But it's the fault of the, Robert Kraft to allow Bill to use all the capital on defense where his kids coach. I'm sorry. That is part of the story. If you're if, – if yeah. he, if, Let's give them Christian Gonzalez. Right. Yeah. Let's give them – and Keon – Clark Keon White. Uh, Keon White, and then you have – But the year know, before, they took Cole Strange. So it's like, Matthew what? Judon. They took Cole Strange and Tyquan Thornton. 1-2. Right. But like, uh, that is – crushing you but right now. you lose christian gonzalez and before you can blink jc jackson is back in foxborough yep there has never been that urgency on the offensive side of the ball one uh clip from Catlin that I, I do want to add to this mix I'm talking about bill here a lot but now it's the state of mac so you had this report friday about well, from Callahan and kaya just about the dysfunction right in the team and uh the analytics analytics uh, are not being used and etc but he also told this to Jones and Mego in terms of people in the organization and how they feel about the quarterback now. So this is my biggest got. takeaway was it feels like Mac Jones does not have support throughout various levels of the organization. Uh, put another way, I feel like he no longer has support from the majority of the organization. Is that a fair characterization? It is because I spoke to someone just last night after the story came out and we spoke at length and that was one person among um, I would say at least a few, but probably many, because you can only speak to so many people, that is firmly out on Mac. Like, they're over it. They, they don't think he's the answer. He's not someone helping the team. 
they know they're not alone in that. But two things. They're not a decision maker, and they also know that Bailey Zappi is not any better. And so that's where the Patriots are, is really stuck between a bad quarterback and a worse one. Okay, well, just real quick. When you say you talk to somebody, whether it was last night or, or over time, the, the support that is waning with Mac Jones exists in the locker room with the players, correct? Some players and other, other places in the organization, yes. So your fall guy theory, I mean, God, that is an obvious organization is now going to blame the quarterback. They're right. out on Mac. Yep, and Mac, who's kind of a dink, is going to be a sympathetic figure. Sympathetic figure. And the other thing is, all this talk about how the Patriots were uniquely capable of running in a direction where there's no noise, the second any adversity hit, the second Tom Brady signed with the Bucks, Robert Kraft was calling Stephen A. Smith in between segments on first take to get his <laughs> side of the story out there to smear his head coach. And now you're sitting here and everybody is pointing fingers. Everybody is blaming someone else. Within that Herald article, you might have had Mac Jones source right. ripping Bill for the analytics failure and Belichick's people blaming Mac Jones. They're out on him. And you know what? Everybody has a point. And that's why it's, <laughs> it's an organizational failure from top to bottom. But I have to say, we can get to it next. The low point for me is Robert Kraft. The lighthouse, the foghorn. <laughs> well, hopefully that can get us out of this. <laughs> um, but for me, was Robert Kraft not putting his name on his comments with Jeff Howe this week in the He's going to speak Tuesday, apparently, at this NFL owners meeting. Kraft will speak. That'll oh. be a must Okay, but why wouldn't he reserve his comments for then, then? instead of trying to leak stuff to Jeff Howe and The Athletic. I do want to talk about the Howe comment. We'll do that next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. How did I get here? Theme in the morning. How did the Patriots get here? This is not the beautiful fog house that I, uh, the, uh, the lighthouse that I grew up in. It is beautiful, though. Did you see the view from Cadillac from the up above, up on top of the lighthouse at Gillette? Fantastic. I did not. Fascinating. No. I could give two poops. I can climb the Blue Hills and see the observatory. I'm sure it's lovely. But I would say this. This is a uh, a low point for Robert Kraft. In The Athletic to Jeff Howe, Kraft has grown frustrated, if not downright angry, <laughs> over the shortage of success, according to people close to the situation. Well, I'm downright angry. That's a bit craft. You know what? If you're pissed, you don't couch it, and you don't use an intermediary. You effing say it. Well, Tuesday's his chance. But, Ken, I don't care about Tuesday. Well, you don't? You don't no. want to hear from Kraft Tuesday? I'll, I'll react when he talks what he says on Tuesday. Pa- this past Tuesday, instead of standing up and being a leader and meeting the media. By the way, in uh, GHS Daily Sound, there's audio of uh, Robert Kraft that I didn't use yesterday. I sent it to the group. Nobody listened to it. So <laughs> another waste of time. It sounds like a theme, Curtis. You're a producer of the show. Make it happen. Why? It's not like you're not in control. What do you mean nobody listened to it? 
I sent it to the crew, and if you don't, they I said we have it. They decided they didn't want to hear it because they didn't listen to it. Take charge. It's your show. Yeah, you I, won the Marconi. I'm done producing it. Um, let's hear if you find it. It was a Robert Kraft talking about Bill Belichick. Do you have that, Joe? Joe, yeah. listen to it. So he's let's... been with us 24 years. He's and the longest serving coach head... in NFL history. Nobody's, I think, probably, well, somebody may have coached 24 years of one team. Maybe George Hallis because he was the owner of the team. But you now six Super Bowls. Um, he's now been with you 24 years. Is he going to stay for another X number of years, or he can stay forever? I'll let you ask him. He has okay. to All right. decide uh, what's right for him. So that was recorded in mid-August. And who was the reporter? It's a uh, a podcast that was on um, stopping uh, anti-Semitism and uh, obviously released this week, given what's going on in the world. So, But that question was asked. That being The interview was conducted in August. So it's interesting Hearing that which, at Patriots.com, no, oh, it separate. was a separate okay. entire entity. Okay. Um, I'll tweet out the full YouTube so people can see it. Uh, but the that that sounds like what they told Andrea Kramer that Tom Brady would decide, you know, mm-hmm. his future. He's here. earned the right. And there you're hearing. Well, you have to ask Bill. He it's up to him how long he wants to coach. I'll but, let you ask him. So, but now, according to people close to Robert Kraft, he's downright angry. So, you know, it's just such chicken s leadership. So, you don't think Kraft would really do it? He won't push, come to shove, pull the pull. The no, he up. will. Clever. He's going to do this thing where you lick your finger and you put the put it into the wind and you see what you do. That's not leadership, and that's what he's exhibiting. So, I, I find it to be a a true top to bottom organizational failure we are all patriots the patriots players have allowed themselves to be distracted by the excuses that have been handed to them by the coaches they've had or the situations that have occurred bill belichick has not taken accountability and robert Kraft has made it worse i mean you could literally put a finger to mac jones you'd be right the offensive line you'd be right to matt patricia you'd be right bill o'brien robert Kraft, you name it but i go back to the jfk quote which is just so accurate about everything Victory is a thousand fathers, failure is an orphan. You excited? And no. that's where we are. I don't know. It feels like there's a thousand fathers we're talking about and blaming. It's, it is, right, but it, nobody's paying alimony. Now, Sorja texts in. He says, I can't call into the show right now, everybody. Just wanted to say the most disappointing thing about this team is that it has no direction. As bad as things are in Chicago, they have draft capital. We are in NFL purgatory. Do you agree with that? Yeah, where are they heading? The, I'm telling you, this Jacoby Myers report is very disturbing. But Ken, even before that, I mean, what were you? Fa- what was your faith based on? The defense, Bill's coaching ability, his game day coaching, and his ability to grind out wins over s- bad coaches. But here's what the issue like is: they, they had a chance to beat Philly Week One. They should have won that game. If, if you want to understand the mindset of the Patriots fan and how distorted they have created, they have how much they have distorted the reality of the situation. If you ask the Patriots about the Jets game. They think it's like a blowout. They they, they dominated the Jets. Well, yeah. there was literally a fingertip away from losing the game on a Hail Mary. But when you talk about the Eagles and the Dolphins games, those were close. Close, tough losses. Because when you lose a close game, you say we were just there. But when you win a game against an inferior opponent as they did against the Jets, uh, it was just a superfluous Hail Mary. Who cares? The Patriots are not good. They haven't been good Tim all Hasselbeck. year. But the NFL We're probably playing in the toughest division in football. Yeah, good point, Trent Robert. Dilford, not Tim Hasselbeck. But um, oh, yeah. the uh, but the Patriots, if they were better coached, 
and if they had better filled out their roster, they have a couple more wins. It's not the coach. It's the roster. But look at the roster. Kayshawn Booty can't get is that his Kayshawn mm-hmm. Booty? Yep. Can't get feet down. Yep. You have he should have been playing. Exactly. Right. You have a sixth round pick from Liberty who's got a lot of athleticism, but you haven't played him because he fumbled once, but you have a quarterback that's done nothing but make mistakes starting again. There's been no congruity what it's been incongruous since the word go. Now speaking of direction, Bill's one edict this week was start over. Right? Going to start over. What does that mean? Is the Malik Cunningham stuff interesting no, to you? No, or I desperate think, straws. But you know what was interesting to me? I was watching the uh, fifth quarter because they should have started that at the start of the third quarter. <laughs> uh, and um, Steve Burton said to I think it was Zoe. Uh, they were in. Uh, yeah, they were down at Gillette. Yeah, I think it was Zoe. And he said, you know, I, is it time for Malik Cunningham? And Steve Burton is kind of plugged in down there, so. Mm-hmm. I found that interesting, so maybe he will be on the I, field. He's, I mean, according to Callahan and others, he's definitely got a package. Quarterback, receiver, whatever it is. Well, I would hope he has a package. So what do you want to see, if anything, tomorrow? How, how's the restart? I'll tell you what I want to hear next. This is the clip of the week. The direction of the team, and October 31st is a huge date. Huge date. And Tommy Kern had the clip of the week, I think the answer of the week. Good discussion with Arkan about this. We'll hear that next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.